some high drama in the 101X world, and Emily, it involves us. I can't wait to talk about it. Uh-oh. Uh, we, have, of course, are a four-member show, even though my dumb name's on it. Uh, it's all four of us, Emily, Spencer, and Matt. Matt will be around today. Spencer's going to be in and out. He's got important crap to deal with, like uh, Ugh, relaxing. And like being a producer. I know. Uh, so right now, that's okay, though, because right now, just you and I are going to talk. Sure. Emily, I am excited for you but i'm also nervous because of you um i think of you as a not not really a protege in radio competition not even that (laughs) but i'm i was happy when you got the job on the morning x i was like you're one of the people's like oh she's fun and weird yeah to me that's what you need to be on the radio oh Um, yeah just a a weirdo a fun a goof like i i thoroughly enjoy you and i see you as someone that i'm like man i hope she has a good career doing what she loves and entertaining people. But when it pits us against each other, it makes me a little nervous. Uh-oh. But in that same big brothery kind of way I feel about you. Yeah, yeah. Where you will push me and knock me down, but then you'll help me up later after you win. Emily, this might be bigger than even our careers. You are, as of right now, Emily, and I'm so proud. You are in third place in the 101X <gasps> Fantasy Football League. No way! You are in no third place. Way. Yes. No way. No you, way. So you are. Shut a, up. You are ahead of Jason Dick. Oh who, my God. Who him and I made you join. Yes. You're ahead of Nick. Yeah. You are ahead of all the salespeople and managers. You're ahead of Lawless. Oh my God. You're in third place. Yes. Now here's what's here's where it gets exciting. And again, fantasy football. I'm I know excited. it's excited. But, but Emily's just. We kind of made her play just to have I'm stuff to forced. talk about. I'm forced to play this. This is only my second year of doing fantasy football and you did a very dumb weird draft but it's worked you out made, you guys made fun of me for my draft we did mm-hmm. nick and jason especially and where are they where are the two sports experts uh at the bottom at the very bottom Emily, very bottom you're in third place you're oh pretty much guaranteed to play make it to the playoffs no not way. only are you guaranteed to make the playoffs but which means you're in for the thousand dollars that's the first prize for Whoa. this uh, and even like second and third place also get money if you money. score the most points in the season you get money so what is more is you're in third place if you win this week this next week mm-hmm. is the last week of this regular season <sighs> if you win this week you move up to second place and what that means is you have a bye week. So you have one week where you don't have to play in the playoffs no to where you, you won't lose. You're, you're one week in the playoffs guaranteed not to lose. So Man, you can rest. Go me. That I sounds know. amazing. You I could, would love a you break. Can get it's, in, been, it's been it's so been tough hard. On you, guys. It's, you know, it's been really hard. Like flipping channels to watch all of my tea. I had to buy multiple TV people in places. Yeah. Yeah. uh, You don't really have help this year. You had a friend last year, but this year it's kind of just been you coasting. Good. I mean, you, you, you have given me pointers when I, but when I've asked, which hasn't actually been that much. Yeah. And only like one time I took your phone and we worked some stuff on your team, but it didn't really matter. That was like towards the beginning. Here's, here's what's exciting. Emily is uh, if you, if you, get second place you get the mm-hmm. bye week uh you have to win next week okay you're playing the person who's in second place is that you you're playing me oh my yeah, god yeah. oh my god if you, ah! if you beat me next week you're ahead of me you're this in second place you get a bye oh. which is very important when it comes to this money if you lose to me you could drop all the way to fourth place <gasps> or even fifth place i don't want to be in fourth or fifth but the thing is more important emily give yourself a round of applause you are you're in the playoffs you are in the oh running to win money in fantasy wow. football. That would be incredible, especially since I've spent all of my time watching a total estimate of zero games this whole season. Zero point zero. I've but, watched uh, zero games. I don't know what's happening. I have just taken this as an um, opportunity for me to play adult Pokemon. So I see every single player as a Pokemon. That's a Squirtle. I yeah. need to have him. I'm like, oh, his XP is at 30, which is just like he might get 30 points. Yeah. I don't know. He might, uh, might not. Dak Prescott, what Pokemon is he? Oh, what Pokemon is Dak? Interception Hazard. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was, he's I was been doing say, really good. He's, so. he's kind of a Charizard because he has been on fire. Oh, Emily, look at that. I and know. the jokes, dude. Dang, you're, you're coming for my fantasy football crown and my job.
the most powerful men in the world decide to take down the Nazis. Today in history was a big day, Emily. It was the Tehran conference where the three most powerful men uh, in the soon-to-be most powerful nations in the world, even though you could say Great Britain already at the time, they met in Tehran, Iran, to talk about how to beat the Nazis and open up two fronts, one in France on the west where the English and Americans would lead, and one on the east where the Russians would lead. Those gentlemen were Winston Churchill... Franklin D. Roosevelt and Joseph Stalin. Oh. It was a uh, very important piece and part of history. Many say that Churchill was the glue that held uh, the two competing interests of the East uh, Soviets and the West Americans together. But you know what? They teamed up and they beat the Nazis. Not only did they beat the Nazis, but they all had fun facial hair. Okay, kind of, kind of, sort of, and I I'm, like. I'm assuming I don't. Really I like know. that you're uh, transitioning to that. Uh, be, I don't think Churchill and FDR had uh, some. There's facial no hair. way they totally had to have facial hair. Uh, Everybody did. But let's transition to a, a little game of BS, where I'm going to cool. read you a couple historical facts about each of these gentlemen, and you're going to tell me uh, you're going to say if it's BS or not. Let's okay, start okay. with Stalin. Uh, he killed 20 million people, over 20 million people. That's true yeah oh well done yeah well done. like uh, like himself uh, not with his hands as premier but of the soviet basically union basically yeah. with his hands uh his mate his name means steel and he's uh an imposing big scary man but only five four he was only five foot four and truman called him a little squirt <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that's not correct. No, no, that is that is true. He was only five four. Yeah, he was a he was a short gentleman. So he was he taller than Napoleon? Napoleon was five six, so, so he was shorter he was than Napoleon. Shorter yeah, than Napoleon. Absolutely. History. Uh, let's wow. move on to Winston Churchill. Uh, he was a journalist and won the Nobel Prize for Literature. I'm gonna say yes. Uh, that is correct. Yes, uh, he was a war correspondent and journalist early on. Captured famously during the Boer War, and uh, yeah, later on for his uh, books about World War II, he won the Nobel Prize for Literature. Yeah. Uh, what about this? Prior to World War II, uh, Churchill was very unpopular in England and did not win election. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, he was. Are he, these just all correct? He went through a phase of being unpopular. Uh, Churchill, after winning World War II for Britain, also did not win re-election. Correct. Yeah, he did not win re-election afterwards. Democracy. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, has to do with the Liberal Party, and they were very mad at the Tories at the time, and, you know, all that stuff. Okay. Uh, FDR was in a wheelchair, and the American public didn't really know about it. Yes. Yeah, correct. He had uh, polio. Did oh. you know that? Oh, that sucks. Uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt, uh, do you know how many times a president can be elected? Emily, just off the top of your head. Uh, how many twice? terms? You, yeah, twice, twice. FDR was elected four times. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. Because that was before they uh, did that that rule. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, it was a tradition, and then yeah. they kind of made it a, more of a rule. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt used to do weekly radio addresses called Fireside Chats. This is correct. I knew this, it too. It is correct. And his yeah. most famous phrase was... Let them eat cake. Yes, correct. Let them eat cake? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh. It was probably all we have to fear is fear itself. Is that what he says in Night at the Museum? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> right? I, I think that was Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> oh, in Night at the, the Museum. That but there was you go. the other one. Uh, the Tehran <laughs> Conference on this day in history. I've done it. I finally outmaneuvered my girlfriend when it comes to... Something I don't necessarily like doing, and that's seeing movies. Now, I don't mean I don't like seeing movies. It's just, it's a lot. I'll tell you how I did that coming up. Plus, I'll tell you a suggestion uh, that involves you, Emily. But oh, no. My problem, especially in the wintertime, is this is usually when the best movies come out. Sure. The epic classics, the yeah. stuff that's in Oscar contention. It's it's. It's, you know, Christmas season. It's yeah, the holidays. Time to get all cozy and warm in the theater. Here's the problem. You go to the theater and then you get out and it's dark outside and your day's done. 
Yeah. Uh, I just I hate going into a movie and getting out, and it's it's there's then it's like my there's day's like done. There's like a whole change of time. It's hard for me to sit in one. How often do I just sit here during commercials or songs? You don't. I wiggle. Yeah. I walk around. You wiggle. You go. I'm gonna go walk around, and then me and Spencer and Matt sit here nervously sweating. Like where is he? And I secretly record where y'all. Is he? You're making fun of me. Uh, also, yeah. I do realize that I need to stop announcing when I'm going to the bathroom because you are a young lady and Spencer's a gentleman. And y'all no, don't... I need to know. We okay, need to okay. know because gotta we, need, go... we need to time it. Well, I'll say <laughs> so... uh, i got to go heave a beast. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, I finally did that, but now she's uh, – I thought I'd won, but she pops up with me with the movie that she wants to see, and you were going to see that movie yesterday, mm-hmm. and I thought of a solution, but did you already see it? What was it? And Oh, Oh, that movie. Uh, Saltburn is the movie that you are talking about. And to long story short, yes, no, I saw the movie. Wait, what? <laughs> I I might have done the dumbest thing in the world. And basically, I saw the end of the movie. I know what happens. Did but you show I didn't up see late? the rest. No. Did you take mushrooms? No, not okay, that I okay. remember, <laughs> at least. Well, how did you see the end of the movie? So what happened, we had planned on going to see it at the Alamo Draft House in South Lamar, and my roommate got the tickets and everything. This was her idea. Okay. So we mosey over there. Because of parking, There, it was kind of hard to get in. So we were about five minutes late. Um, which is fine. Alamo Draft House, you know, they're they're pretty cool. They show about the it. trailers. They show the sure. like, don't talk or we'll be yeah. mad at you. So I wasn't too worried. And then we were going in. I w- I went to the bathroom next to our theater, and we walked in, sat down. Um, and by this time, it was about ten minutes late, and the movie was already starting. So we're watching the movie, and I start to realize, huh. I am really confused. I don't know what's going on no. in this movie. And my roommate was at the top, and I was at a different seat because Y'all we had, had to seats? we had to sit separately. Okay. And she was sitting with her friends, and I bought tickets last minute, so I was sitting next to two strangers who looked at me really funny when and I sat down. And you weren't just making out the whole time and missing the movie because you were doing too my much roommates, kissing. Yeah, me and my roommate kissing, schmacking. Uh, I'm I'm starting to guess what happened. Um, well, we're sitting here and I do the thing that you're not supposed to do but again she wasn't near me and I text her and I go are we in the right theater and she goes yeah yeah this is this is the right theater, theater five, of course. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. it was actually theater five and so I said okay whatever and then they start passing the checks out and I haven't been to an Alamo draft house in a second so I was like huh I, this I, is I a thought little they, soon I thought they give them out towards the end of the movie but you know maybe they changed their policy they don't have enough staff whatever and then the movie ends, and I look at my watch, and we've only been there for an hour, and I you, don't really understand what was happening so in the movie the whole time. So you caught, like, the, the last 45 minutes of the movie? The- I guess so. I go up to my roommate, and I'm like, <laughs> where nuts. are your friends? And she goes, I didn't end up finding any of my friends. I think they bailed on me. And I was like, well, that's lame. And we walk out of the theater, and this theater is doing construction, so they have a bunch of walls up. Yeah, the- it looks like the the Shining Hotel, the Overlook Hotel. We went... To the six o'clock showing when we were supposed to be at the seven twenty-five showing. So you were at the, you missed the movie and we, you saw the end of it. We That's only awesome. saw the end, and so no wonder I walked in and the the people next to me looked at me so funny. I was like, man, this girl has took my seat. She's so rude. I guess I'll just sit next to oh her. Oh my God, I love that. Okay, Emily, <laughs> so that's that's what I'm going to do from now on because I'm uh, sick of seeing movies. So my solution. I was I took her to see Killers of the Flower Moon yeah. and Napoleon. So I took her to two very long movies that are yeah, very that slow. have like very slow, very Serious. kind of douchey dudes in it, a bad situation to make her tired. But instead, I'm gonna buy the tickets and I'm just gonna be like, Oh yeah, we gotta be there at <laughs> six when it's really at seven. We'll watch the end of every movie, no. but I'll get there a little sooner so we get one snack and then it's done. I will say they didn't have to do this, but we were really nice and we just told them the situation and said, You don't have to do this. They did give us a refund. So, CJ. Okay. Not that I'm telling you that you should scam these movie theaters and go in and only see the last bit and then go up to That's them and the say, I it. went to the right theater. I'm so sorry. But they do give you a refund. Okay, Emily, uh, <laughs> so, you you pulled a CJ. You uh, got out of the movie I quick. Didn't mean and to. I didn't mean to. You spoiled the ending so you don't have to see the whole thing. It, 
it's a really good ending. I well, get, I would think it would be. I get more and more proud of you every day, Emily. More tongue for your kids. Ew, it's uh, the Parent Pickup with Matt Bearden, Austin, and this radio show, the CJ Morgan Show's resident dad. Tell us, Pa. Uh, yeah, it's not what you think. Uh, when I talk about tongue, I'm talking about foreign tongue. Oh, Ooh, speaking yeah. the language. That's right. Oh. Uh, it not, turns not out. kissing Japanese women like I like to do. Bilingual brains are better at ignoring distractions. A new study out there is showing. Oh, man, even more reasons to learn a new language. Well, it's a great reason. I mean, wow. I, I think if you're a parent out there and you can, I mean, it's really hard to direct your kids where you want to direct them. They don't tend to want to listen to you and they think that you're stupid. That being said, maybe they'll listen to me. Your kids will. And if they do, please do me a favor. Talk to my kids and help me out. But, uh, yeah, that second language or a third language even, really going to help sharpen that line. those maybe, right? Uh, sure. People who speak two languages may actually be better at a cognitive level, at a, on a cognitive level, at ignoring distractions and irrelevant information, as well as shifting their attention from one thing to another because the same way ah. the same way you have to ignore one language and one way of thinking you have to go into another mode to right it's, it's like if another. your brain had multiple tabs open yeah it's basically saying that look when you learn when you become bilingual your brain is becomes more efficient at ignoring information that's irrelevant um and it and by that, it's saying ignoring it rather than suppressing or inhibiting information. So it's, it gets better at compartmentalizing and going, this is important. This is not right now. I, I've asked some of you. We have a lot of bilingual coworkers who are like second generation Tex-Mex. And I've always asked them, like, what language do you dream in or what language do you think in? And they're always like, oh, I don't I don't know what language I dream in. I've never thought they of don't. that. Well, I oh, mean, I I'm, clearly know when I'm dreaming in Spanish. And, yeah, because uh, you grew up on, in a border town, so you kind of have a bit of that Spanglish in your heritage. Absolutely. I wouldn't call it heritage, but uh, <laughs> it sounds stronger <laughs> than location, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up with Spanglish, and then I took Spanish, obviously, because that was the easy one for me in college. Uh, what's funny is I am very afraid of speaking Spanish. I don't like making mistakes, so I speak it very infrequently unless I have to. I always try to find a way out. And I live with kind of fear about that. What's funny is when I dream, I will sometimes dream in Spanish and I'll be like, oh, I don't know Spanish. But obviously, if I'm if the person that appears in my dream and is saying a phrase to me is saying it in Spanish, you're probably understanding. I that. know that phrase because yeah. my brain gave me that phrase. Sure. And then I have to try to break it down. And then I go, Weird. oh, I'm figuring it out. It is a very and then I wake up exhausted, really exhausted. And then I'm like, honey. Cancel the trip. We're not going to Spain now. I can't handle it. But um, yeah. Now I will say this: it hasn't helped me compartmentalize anything. I'm highly distracted, ADHD. So uh, even though I'm reading this and it's saying that I should be better at it, well, what about this? Back to the study. What's is there causation and correlation? Like, is someone that has the ability to master two or three languages already prone to be able to? Ignore distractions and I love such. that you would bring up something like causation and correlation because those are always really important things when we talk about studies. Uh, this study didn't specify, and we don't know right now. So, But you bring up a great point, which is when you hear about these studies, is it that the brains that are – except that we're also talking about a lot of people who just learned two languages when they were younger um, yeah. and not later in life. What I was going to bring up, though, is that if you're someone who is looking for a New Year's resolution and you've been thinking for a long time, oh, I'm going to pick up – I really am finally going to learn that learn second language. French. There could be an extra, an, an, an added benefit other than just trying to uh, travel the summer and make out with a stranger. Aww. That's the main benefit of anything. It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt Beard, and Spencer. Seriously, though, am I supposed to refrigerate this or not? You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Yeah, am I supposed to refrigerate this stuff or not? Uh, I know we might have done clickbait or talked about this uh, on oh, a probably. one-off before. But I love this conversation. I have a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm in the process of moving to a new house, and even though it's in North Austin, so it's a, it's a lot colder. Because yeah. it's so far up north. Oh, oh, that was a joke. <laughs> I, um, wow. But 
my fiance and I are kind of having the talk like, do we refrigerate it or not? I've had this with roommates and other people. We've had Nick leave his ketchup in here forever. <laughs> we'll start with that. Ketchup. Should you refrigerate ketchup and mustard or not? What do you do, Emily? I am all for refrigerating ketchup and mustard only because I think, okay, it's more of an organization thing. I feel like if all of my sauces are in one spot, then I will use them more often. Yes. It sounds silly, but... Uh, same thing. I refrigerate it. A lot of people don't. And what the... Again, I half-assed kind of looked this up. So, I mean, I don't know what the FDA or whatever is going to tell you or what your mom did. But you don't have to with ketchup and mustard if you're using it for a couple of weeks. But if you're going to have a bottle like a lot of people do, <clears throat> Nick... And you're going to have it sitting out for, like, months. Yeah. Um, especially over kind of, like, four months. You should refrigerate it. Barbecue sauces, things like that, too. It's okay to have should. out at room temperature. But in my mind, it's going to – I'm going to be using it for a while. I'm going to have it for a while. And I don't want – like, all those sauces has, like, sugary things that leak and get on the sides. I don't want ants and bees. I think for me, I poisoned myself once whenever I left a jar of tomato sauce open in the pantry. Yeah, never do that. And so now anything with tomatoes, I'm like, goes in the fridge. So goes uh, in the fridge. tomatoes themselves don't. You're not supposed to put things like tomatoes, garlic, coffee, oh, potatoes, yeah. onions yeah. in the refrigerator. But sauces, yes. What about lemons? Not but lemons. Uh, it does recommend you do it. Um, mm. I don't know. Um, mm. So sauces like that, like a Alfredo sauce, a pasta sauce. Anything with milk, don't yes. Don't do it before it's opened. It says once it's open, though, then you should refrigerate it. Because sure. if you refrigerate it before, it'll set weird and it can cause weird things to happen. But once you open a sauce, do that. Uh, you said you like all your sauces in one spot. What I about do. hot sauces? Ooh, controversial. But I do it like... Is. To put it in the fridge. No, you don't. I know, but I do like to. It separates. But I do like it. You like to, but you don't have to. It's also one of those things to where some people do, some people don't. I don't keep hot sauces in there. Here's another one people fight about butter. Okay. And if you want to fight with us, you can also text in 835 1015. I used to be a butter has to go in the fridge person. Okay. My roommate has a butter dish. And she leave puts out. butter in it and vacuum seals it like they, they just with the top. Okay. And I love it. What's now. That? How, does, how does the butter go again? Parking. Oh, I can't breathe. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Are you um, pretending to be the butter in my jar? <laughs> I'm a butter fridge person. Um, oh, but it's so like if you get a stick of butter and you get like a good solid butter dish like my roommate has and, or a butter bell. My mom had a butter bell. And then you just put it. What is a butter bell? It's super interesting. It's like a ceramic dish and you scoop the butter into it and then you turn it over into like a pot of water and it supposedly keeps it fresh forever. <laughs> okay, and dude. then it's always like able to be spread. I don't know. It's a butter bell. In my mind, butter's dairy. I, I usually I cook with butter more than I do to just put it on bread and stuff. So I keep it refrigerated. Uh, the general rule of thumb is butter is fine for a couple days. Maybe a week. You can leave butter out for a little while, but you're not supposed to leave it very long. So eh, after a couple days, yet. put it in the fridge because it is dairy. It can spoil. Even though things like lards and things with a lot of fat in it, it does take longer to break down and go bad. But eventually you don't just want to have straight up butter out. Uh, what about this one? Maple syrup. Maple syrup goes in the fridge after it it's does. opened. See, that's yep. the thing. Is a I lot read of the labels. A lot of people say, no, you don't put syrup in the fridge. But maple, maple syrup, Maple yes. syrup specifically, you absolutely put in the fridge. You do. What about your peanut butters? No. Well, if it's organic, they tell you to, but Emily, I, look I at don't. You. Yeah, if I have or organic peanut butter on my desk right now. The organic stuff can break down because it's not processed quicker, so you are supposed to put that... Uh, it said no to bread, but I like doing it because it keeps bread longer. But I like what putting a, it in the freezer. What about tortillas? Oh, tortillas in the fridge for sure. They You don't have to necessarily, but it does it hold. It keeps them longer. It holds longer. The thing with bread and tortillas is you want to make sure they're dry and tight because you don't want them to mold and stuff like that. Uh, last one on the list, rice. Like cooked, cooked rice. rice? Yes. Yeah, you put it in the fridge. Not only that, but our friend Avery was on Matt's other show a couple weeks ago, and it freaked me out. She said, uh, I don't remember any of this in my in, when I was waiting tables in my food service class. 
Maybe because Joe's Crab Shack didn't have a lot of rice. rice. (laughs) Uh, But like rice in the center, like if it's in a box, you know, when you order uh, like uh, Asian takeout. Yeah. The center of the rice stays warm and it creates a danger zone of bacteria, even if it's in the fridge. So rice you're supposed to put in a different bag and mash down flat so it all cools at the same temperature. What? Rice rice has some bacteria that grows in it that will kill you. No. Dead. No. Dead. All right, it is time to play some Queens of the Stone Age trivia. Emily versus a listener. Let's pick up the line, and we have Josh. How are you? Josh, are you there? Josh, did I hang up on you? Josh. Josh. Yes. Josh, can you hear me okay? Josh, can you hear me at all? Uh, This is Rob. I don't know. Oh, Rob, you want to <laughs> Well, I was told I was going to play. I well, was... you're going to play. Congratulations, hey, Josh. You're going to play. It was not CJ's I, mistake You at know all. what's funny is I was like sitting here pressing. I just called him the wrong name. I'm sitting here pressing buttons to try to figure out what the hell went wrong. Yeah. And I just got the name wrong. Anyhow, uh, Rob, I'm glad you know your name, and I do now, too. That's how you're going to buzz in after I ask the question. It's you okay. versus Emily. We're going to do five questions. If you can get three before she does, you win tickets to Queens of the Stone Age. Moody Center, December 8th. Uh, if you are listening, don't worry. You're going to have a shot to play against Emily as well because we got a couple of pair of tickets. This is Queens of the Stone Age trivia. Rob, are you a fan? I am. I love them, and I'm trying to think of album titles and song titles right now. Oh, Let's start. Boy. Let's start with this first very difficult one. What is the lead singer of Queens of the Stone Age's name? Rob. Yes. Josh. Yeah, yeah, it's Josh. It, yeah, that's. I think, Were you doing this to I, play I, up the? I, I think that's why it's calling him Josh. Ah, I see. Maybe. Okay. I, I'm doing it to cover my mistake. One point, Rob. Zero points for Emily. Uh, let's continue. <laughs> One point for Josh. <laughs> with some Queens of the Stone Age trivia. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Here we go. Let he who is perfect cast the first blank. Rob. Rob yes. Uh-huh. Stone. Stone is correct. Is, is that a, a thing? Yeah, it's a Queen of the Stone Age question. Absolutely works. Hmm. Uh, here is your next Queens of the Stone Age question for Queens of the Stone Age trivia. Adam Lambert now fills in as frontman for what band that recently performed in Austin? Rob. Oh. Yes, Rob. Oh, man, Rob. Is it Queen? Yes, it, it is, is Queen. queen. Look Gosh, at that, Rob. Dang it, already. Rob. He wants these tickets. Already, uh, and he gets them. He got three before you did. So oh, congratulations, Rob. You smoked him. Emily, you didn't even have a chance. I really didn't. He he was, you know, I thought you were going to be an easy target. Because uh, he kicked the, he kicked the crap out name, of you. Um, I didn't, but now I know he's a winner. And uh, Rob, we're going to put you on hold. Don't go anywhere. Uh, so now you get how the game works. It's Queens of the Stone Age trivia. If you want to play, give us a call. 512-835-1015. We'll do another round against another human. And hopefully Emily won't embarrass us so much. I'm sorry. I, uh, I was just thrown off. I was trying to remember his name. <laughs> I, I did kind of screw it at the first. That's live radio for you. Hang that around. Is- uh more chances to win Queens of the Stone Age coming up. We'll take another caller at 512-835-1015. Trivia round two for tickets to see Queens of the Stone Age at the Moody Center December 8th. Let's meet our contestants. First on the phone, we have Matt. Matt is a carnival barker who recently moved to Austin after a Ferris wheel crash rendered him jobless. Matt, welcome to the program. How are you? Uh, you know, looking for a job, but I- I'm, uh, I'm being positive. Hey, who needs a job when you got concert tickets? Am I right? That's true. Uh, Our next contestant is Emily. She's a radio host who got stuck with me. Let's play Queens of the Stone Age trivia. That's as creative you're getting from me? Yeah, that's all you get. Uh, Buzz in with your name after I read the question. Are we clear on that, Rob, Emily? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Let's start with your first. You call me Rob. You call him Rob. Oh, Matt or it's Josh? Matt. Okay, Matt, are you there? Is that your name? Matt, Matt the Mick here, yep. Okay, good. Uh, let's start with our first question. Uh, what is his name? Jo- Matt. Oof, he didn't buzz in right. Matt. 
Yeah. Emily. Uh, you got to buzz it. Both of you get that incorrect. <laughs> uh, here we go. Now for reals, we're going to play Queens of the Stone Age trivia. trivia. Uh, the band Queens of the Stone Age were formed in what sleepless city? Emily. Emily. Right. Seattle. Yes. One point. What, hey. what the what? The what? Uh, oh, what, 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 what? One point what? for Emily. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, hey. I'm, I'm mad at All right. Don't worry. You still have chances to get it. Uh, question number two, Queens of the Stone Age trivia. The Paleolithic period, Mesolithic Matt. period, and Neolithic period were parts of what Stone age, Matt? Matt, Stone Age. Yes, correct. Ah, uh, sneaky. One to one. They were part Matt. of the Stone Age. Question number three. We're all tied up here. Elizabeth Alexandra Mary is better known by her first name and title she inherited upon the death of her father in 1952. Uh, Matt. Matt. Queen Elizabeth? Yes. Oh, really? Correct. <laughs> yeah. It's Queens of the Stone Age trivia. It oh, works, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah All right. Uh, Matt is up two to one over Emily. Next question. Dave Grohl has been known to drum for Queens of the Stone Age, but rose to fame drumming for this other Matt. Seattle Aww. band. Matt. Nirvana. Nirvana is correct. Three to one, but we're going to make you get one more question right. All right. Here we go. Bees are typically led by Matt. their Matt. Matt Queen. Yes, Queen. <laughs> it is horrible. Matt is our winner. Congratulations! Oh you are going to see Queens of the Stone Age, my friend. Congratulations, uh, Emily. You are just not good at trivia, but you I, know what? I'm you're just not good at your trivia. You know what you are good for? Hmm. Making listeners happy. Medieval problems for me. I need a squire. Why won't anyone rent fair with me? More importantly, why won't Emily rent fair with me? Aww. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. I did not get a go this year, but uh, Emily, you made it out to the Texas Renaissance Festival, and please tell me it's as amazing as I remember it so long ago. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. I go every single year. And now, why am I not on that invite list? Yeah, I mean, well, this year at least I was just thinking, since you're moving, all of your armor and stuff is probably all packed up, not readily available I always keep you. it readily available in case I get uh, called into a quarrel. Do you really? someone challenges me to a it's battle. It's probably hanging on your wall or something already. No, that'd be tight. I did think about getting a mannequin just oh my to God. display it. That'd actually it. not be bad. I, it's it, You spent a lot of money on it. But no, 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 I didn't invite you this time around because it was last minute and you're moving and you're stressed. But, you know, maybe maybe next okay, year. Well, you didn't invite me. Why did you not ask to borrow like a sword or a bow and arrow? Like, I have well, all these I weapons. I yes, you that. do. I don't want a weapon. Weapons are scary. That's why I don't have a weapon. I'm the fair hey, maiden. I don't uh, own a Emily, weapons. they're piece tied, okay? So you put a little piece of string on them so okay. they're safe to wear there. Well, it's not uh, accurate at the times because I would be, you know what? If you were to get me anything uh, to go with my costume, it would be a child on my hip and probably death because I'd be dead wench. by now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you went this weekend. Now, how did it go? What did you do? Were there fireworks? There, We did see the fireworks. We stayed that late, which I haven't done that before. Um, and it was awesome. I will say part of it is because we drank a lot of mead. Ah, yes, foul mead. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me get, I need some of my uh, Ren Fair music playing while you tell your story. Oh, perfect. Oh, this gets me in the mood. <laughs> Does it? Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> this, this is fun. Yes, so we pranced around in our corsets. You don't have to do the voice. Why not? Because I get you yelled at. You do the voice. I get yelled at for doing it. You will, too. Okay, fine. We pranced around in our corsets. Oh, yes, the fair maidens did prance about <laughs> wearing the corsets with their bosoms exposed. And with our mead. And I had food, and it was great. Except for there was this one thing that was strange. And okay. you go to the <laughs> Ren Fairs enough that maybe you could tell me if this is a thing or not. Yeah, I said at the beginning of this that no one wants to go with me to the Ren Fair. Matt goes because his wife makes him. Yeah. But the the thing is, is every time someone does want to go, it's always a dude that's like, yeah, my wife and I camp. You and your girlfriend should come camp with me and my wife. I always feel like they want to swing. Oh, they do. They yeah. Do. Okay. Is that the weird yeah. thing? Is that, that what you're about to point out? That's not the weird thing. That's not what I was about to that's point normal. out. That's normal. 
Yeah, that's normal. I go into the Ren Fair expecting that. What I didn't go in expecting was some older guy approaching us, and he goes, "Hey, uh, it's my so- it's my son-in-law's first time at the Ren Fair, and he's from Alabama. Uh, c- can we cash this in?" And I guess they gave him a free kiss card. Have you ever seen this? Oh no! I mean, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I've heard like the workers supposedly will give people. Free I don't kiss get cards. one, but he wanted. How old was the son? Well, um, at first we thought it was an adorable. If little it's a little kid. boy, that's cute because yeah. then you just all give him a little kiss on the yeah, cheek, like, and it's like, oh, there you go. Oh yeah. Um, we then learned that he was seventeen. Okay, that's a bit old to have your dad at a rent fair asking you for a kiss. It was also his uncle. By the way, not his dad. Mm, that's even weirder. And we were like, ah, 17, that's What's weird. What's that fat maidens be interested in deflowering my young <laughs> nephew? That's what it sounded like. It yeah. was like, And so my friends go, uh, well, if it's on the cheek and he wants to do this, then sure. If it's like for a picture or something, that'd be, that'd be yeah. great. I backed down. I said no because he refused to buy us more mead. And this wench does not it. do things for free. There you go. Get I some more meat in me. I do nothing for free. But then it was so awful because the kid, the 17-year-old came up and he was like, I don't want to do this. And oh. the uncle was like, come on, man. It's for the picture. I won't share it with anybody. Like, you got to make your, your time special. Was and then he they dressed argued. up or anything? No, or? he was in like a hoodie. So his This like, kid did not oh, want to do this. This it is awkward. It was awful. It was so awkward. And he didn't even buy us booze. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah. Um, I know that, like, ladies get treated very... Uh, Differently. Different, yeah, <laughs> a little differently at these uh, sort of festivals. That's why, For you know, sure. my girlfriend does like going. She doesn't like dressing up anymore. She used to wear corsets and stuff, but she, I think she just got tired of dudes, like, staring, grabbing her boobs and stuff like Ugh. that. But uh, the thing I hate is uh, keep your hands to yourself, noobs. Because if you dress up, you know, but I don't need people touching my armor and swords. Oh, so people touch you. Don't touch. They touch it. They're always like so Blizzum touchy with all. it. Here's the problem. Uh, it'll make me rust. I shall <laughs> rust and I'll be. Oh, oh, yeah, you can't like, touch like people. The, I'm serious. You run like, like the Tin Man. Yes. You're just a giant. You have to clean Dorothy's all that crap. Man. And I don't have a squire. I don't have anyone to help me dress up. Because for, so I know it's weird that I have lots of medieval armor and stuff, but I've been, I'll buy like a piece every year for the last 10 years. So now I have a full thing and I'm ready to wear everything next time I go, but it is hard to put on and it is hot (laughs) walking around in this. And last year, some pieces of metal popped off that I had to solder and weld back on and I had to go find them and everyone else just leaves me are you loud i can just hear you like clack clack yes and i do have to keep it polished and dressed right yes (laughs) the the coconuts clapping um because if i don't have it all latched up and put together right the ren fair people will make fun of me and they're really? mean about it. Yes, if as you have rust should. on your sub- I, As they should. That's hilarious. Everyone makes fun of me there. Uh, last thing on this nerd report, because we are Renaissance Festival fans, or Medfair, like Sherwood's great, Texas Renaissance, yes, uh, Scarborough. Yes, all of them. Um, other than the swinging and the dressing up, why do you think as like, why, why should the average person be into these or attend them? Well, if you're the average person that wants to go to Disney World, this is like Disney World, but 10 times better. Because of the people watching is insane. Because of the people watching, because of the drinking, because of the food. Food is, I I put people watching food on my list. Uh, You can dress up as anything. Even if you don't dress up, it's still fun. And they hire people to just walk around in character. And that's so much fun. That's Like I said, it's like seeing a Disney princess in real life. Except but watching her get stabbed and drug away yes, on a horse. Or blowing bubbles with fairy wings. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that's awesome. So, Will you promise me when the Sherwood comes back this fall, will you, I will go, will with you, you. go with me? Well, will you, you have to ask me like a knight would ask me. Fair wench, I have a token for my nephew. <laughs> Wouldst thou deflower him? <laughs> Sacrificing body, mind, and spirit for the perfect D's nuts joke. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. If the Austin police chief calls you asking for money, uh, don't open your wallet so fast. 
That's stopping today's news. It's time for getting some headlines. Uh, yeah, the Austin, Texas Police Department is warning that someone has been impersonating the police chief. Uh, the caller is impersonating them, demanding payment of a fine, a fee, and or a warrant, uh, APD said on social media earlier today. They said if you get a phone call like this to call 311 or the police department at 974 2000 Uh, You should easily be able to find out if this is a spoof because the chief of police is never going to ask you for money or collect a payment or do the warrant roundup at all. And if they are, then you call a different police and report them. Move to a different city. (laughs) Uh, This is the latest in a series of scams that are targeting uh, citizens of Austin that look like they're from the city of Austin. My favorite, and I hate to say it's my favorite because it sucks when people get scammed out of money, but someone put a bunch of, uh, about a year ago, put a bunch of QR codes on like the parking signs around Austin and they they created a website and an app. And so you would scan the QR code. Thinking you're going to pay for parking. Thinking you're paying for parking. And then they're just taking the money. And then guess what? You get a you ticket. Get a ticket. Evil. That that's is so clever. evil. Just pretending to be a police chief and scam for money, that's kind of lame. That's not a very good one. Uh, next in the weather news, we're going to get weather. Okay, cool. That's it. That's uh, done. It was actually, nice outside today. It's going to be bright and nice for a couple of days, and then we will have some more rain on the way. Uh, the unfortunate news is the rain is still not enough to really fill the dry water table and to fill the lake, but it is enough, Emily, to bring a rare bird to the Austin area. Which one? Which uh, one? I love birds. Uh, this bird has been spotted in Texas for the first time. What? They uh, went to the Rio Grande Valley State Park to find this rare bird, which is called a gray-collared bacard. It is the first sighting ever in Texas. Uh, the species' first United States sighting was back in 2009, but it is here in Texas for the first time, and you are a birder. Or you would like to be a birder, or you enjoy birds. My boyfriend is a bird lover who then forces me to go on bird walks because he's an old man on the inside. But I will say, imagine being the bird watcher who spotted this guy. That that would make your life. That would absolutely make your life to be like, I was the person that spotted this bird the first time in Texas. I heard birding's addictive. I got excited because I just, again, I I moved. I moved and uh, I had cardinals in my yard two houses before. Yeah. And now I have cardinals back. And I loved it because I I, love cardinals. Every year I'd have a little nest and I would always protect the nest from cats and like (laughs) falling and stuff like that. Like I would put blankets under it. Of course you would. I would help them. Uh, So now I have cardinals back and i'm excited about that uh emily what's hitting your news today well since you just moved in to a brand new house i bet you're wondering should i leave those dang leaves or should i leaves leaves everywhere especially if you have oak trees in your yard uh, like we do around the radio station it can be a pain what do you do with these leaves well according to kxan um in a local arbon Arborist. Arborist. A local arbiter has decided, (laughs) has weighed in on the leave proposal. Uh, He basically says, you got to ask yourself some questions. Burn them. Do you have, no, absolutely not. Like, do you have space for the leaves? And does your trees have any, like, diseases? Because if so, honestly, there's no upside to keeping the leaves if your yards and lawns are already healthy. So it doesn't really mulch them or whatever. Does I mean, it does, but if you keep them around too long it says here that you should be raking them up before spring because if you don't it's going to kill your yard you also shouldn't just be leaf blowing them into the street but what's rad is the not the house i just had but the house i have now and two and three houses before i had like green space behind my house like an empty kind of water drainage field oh great and my roommates and i would just leaf blow all the leaves into that into the water drainage and just get rid of it It i don't think the I really don't think that the arborist is going to tell you to do that. Well, what he doesn't know won't hurt him. Crap, I just it said will. it on air. Yeah, and it kind of mm. will hurt us in the end. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. You gotta love it when a lawyer reads Urban Dictionary. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. And the show on the radio. 
Emily, isn't it exciting when Matt or myself will learn a new word like, uh, man, that dress got some heat coming off of it. Oh, or, yeah. Or you're acting chuggy. Yeah, yeah, And we just kind of get it wrong and weird. And it's kind of strange, and uh, I have to explain it, yeah. It's more exciting when lawyers start including stuff that you might find the youth talking about or on Urban Dictionary, or in this case, uh, a rap artist who is redefining what thug means. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> I got excited because I wanted to play the song. We're not against rap. We're not against rappers, but we are against those thugs. thugs, thugs. That's right. Uh, a lawyer has redefined what it means to be a thug. Uh, I'm not talking what? about uh, bone thugs in harmony. I'm talking about young thug who is once again having to appear in court due to some uh, hip hopping, hip hopping beef. Hip hopping. Man, I'm sounding just like the the lawyers and dorks. But uh, yeah, uh, lawyers arguing to try to sway the jury's view of young thug by defining what young thug says thug is. But to Jeffrey, thug had a different meaning. Now, some of you read books about Tupac and what it meant to be thug life. Thug life, the hate you give little... Infants, Fs, everyone. Meaning discrimination and racism hurts all of us. And when you think of thug, you think of uh, troublemakers, yeah. rapscallions. It, it literally comes from, uh, I think, kind of bandits and uh, raiders in India. The thuggy later became the thuggy cult, and they would murder and steal and Yikes. kill people on the roads. But according to this lawyer... Uh, that is not why Young Thug is called Thug. He is called Thug because... He would be truly humble under God. That's what Thug means. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> truly humbled under God is uh, the meaning of Thug, and it is going uh, viral on Twitter Whoa. and Instagram because everyone's saying, Hell yeah, I'm a Thug. That's yeah. what it means. It's just... I'm truly... It, this sounds like... You know what this sounds like? Whenever you go to a grandma's house and they have the really cheesy Hobby Lobby signs yes. that are like, peace, Yeah, love. I'm a thug. Yeah. Truly humbled hum under God. Yeah, that's what it looks... That's exactly what that sounds like. Wow. Uh, and they're saying, give this lawyer, give this man a raise. I'm going to look at raise. Urban Dictionary and actually see if there is different uh, terms of thug because there are a lot of rappers that include thug in their name. Uh, but according to Urban Dictionary... It's uh, typically a person who commits crimes for personal gain through stealing, selling drugs, but especially violent crimes such as robbery and assault. Um, so there are Oof. there are no there are no thugs in, in, in uh, truly being humble under God. The origin of thugs were bands of roving criminals in India who strangled and robbed travelers. Originally, these gangs committed murder following precise rituals and rites under Kali, the Hindu goddess of destruction. Oh, my goodness. So I but actually... now, if this court, if, if in this civil trial, if the judge... Uh, when you, I wonder if it sets a precedent to where once it's been argued in court that thug means truly humbled under God, if that changes things or if this is just a, a dumb thing to kind of get the jury to feel differently about the word. Well, I did just Google it and there's actually a church in Wisconsin, the United Church of Christ, that has something called Thug Life Ministries. Hell yeah. Truly humble under God ministries that helps teenagers um, who have found themselves without a family or home. So they might be the ones that will be uh, suing for that name. I love it. And bone thugs can just go T-H-U-G-W-E-B. That's thugs in harmony with... Uh, because they're they're being religious. So there you Amen. go. Uh, we now know another meaning for another word. So if you have any corny hip-hop phrases that we can sanitize, let us know anytime at CJ Morgan Show. Did you know? The guy who founded Match.com lost his girlfriend to a guy she met on match.com it's the truth because we started it with the fact uh, the fact finding phrase that you all know and love did you know wow speaking of dating this came in handy 
Did you know <laughs> that when a female porcupine is ready to mate, she'll climb up a tree and vocalize very loudly like a cat. Yeah. So the mating call then attracts the males who will fight brutally with each other. And it's uh, not really unusual to see a mating male who has won the fight with hundreds of quills of, from the rival stuck all over to his face. Yeah. So he just shows up and he's like, hey, lady. I did this all for you. Also, I like that, uh, you know, maybe us human females need to take a cue that very loud and vocal and obvious because dudes are so dumb. That's that true. Like, oh, does she she kind of look towards me? Does that mean she likes me? Women already. Like... Oh, my God. So huh. many white claws. And then guys fight on 6th <laughs> uh, Street. I mean, it really already <laughs> happens, okay? Uh, are you guys, uh, did you know? Uh, you guys familiar with the uh, with Benjamin Harrison? He was a previous president, president yeah. back in 1891. In fact, he was the president that uh, had it okayed to have the White House electrified. He brought electricity into the White House. However, he was afraid of electricity, and he was unsure. He just knew that you could be electrocuted and killed. So he would walk from room to room, and he had employees that would walk around the White House, and they would turn the switches on and off for, for him? him. Yes. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. And well, that's, that's why that tradition continues on to this day. <laughs> that's status right there. Did you know the word nice is derived from the Latin term nesius, which meant ignorant, unaware, or not knowing? So next time you call somebody nice or say, hey, that's nice, I don't know. You're calling them ignorant? I guess. Yeah. I well, thank you. That's very That's nice of fact. you to bring in. We don't have Appreciate to make it, it funny, you know. You know. Uh, did you know? Oh. Pat Moriata, who played Mr. Miyagi, was originally denied the opportunity to even audition for the role. He grew out his beard and hair uh, because he was having, during a very low point in his life, oh. went back, auditioned again. They didn't recognize him. Uh, so they gave him the part. He accidentally got it just because he was sad and depressed. So there you go. Don't, don't let how you feel get in your way. What movie are you auditioning for, Spencer? Is your tattoo useless now? Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Our friend Matt Bearden's here, not just to tell us the stories in tech, science, and weirdness, but to judge just whether or not my tattoos are still cool. Well, actually... you're saying? Uh, they're not. Well, and I'm going to talk to you about tattoos, but I'm going to talk to you in a bit of a tech way. Okay. Uh, but you got to listen up. There are some tattoos that certainly are fads and then go out of fashion, right? And then come back in like tramp stamps and butterflies. I seen one the other day on a very young girl. Really? Yes. It blew my mind. And then I got she caught did? looking at her butt. Oh. I, mean, um, the 90s I didn't and... mean to. I just couldn't believe someone that young. I was like, what? These are back? The 90s are back, baby. Yeah, dude. Like the the little, uh, what are they called? Whale tail? The the underwear coming out? Oh, just it's back. Just it wait until platform flip-flops come back. I it can't is. wait. It oh, God, is. no. Yes. Everything 2000s is back. Oh, so, congratulations. Anyhow, back to uh, tattoos. Oh, well, specifically, um, Fads. do you remember a couple years ago it was happening, people were getting waveforms, and then you scan the waveform tattoo, and it goes to a yep. Spotify song? Yep. Um, <clears throat> Spotify is, oh, God, I'm sorry to tell you this. Spotify is no longer updating those URLs. So for many of those people, those Spotify tattoos. Don't work. They go to, they, they 404. Yeah, they yeah. don't go to. So you got this permanent tattoo. The thing you forgot to do was get a permalink to the song it's supposed to bring up. So now when you're at a party and you want to make everybody laugh because you have a stank <laughs> right there on your arm, <laughs> it no longer goes to that. Should it should have got it with QR code. I knew it. Yeah. Uh, varying, they say that it's uh, the codes are playing songs on Spotify but with varying degrees of reliability. Mm. And it became a, kind of a big <sighs> deal. About five or six years ago, people were getting these tattoos. You, you hold your phone up. It seemed like a really fun thing to do. Uh, most of the people that have them still just saw it as part of their tattoo uh, journey and part of the fun. And they're like, yeah, who cares? Some people are upset because uh, they're like, look, I knew this was a corny tattoo when I got it. I got it because it was a corny tattoo. That's part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. But some people are angry <laughs> because they're just like, <laughs> this was supposed to... 
This was supposed to play Thunderstruck every time yeah. you scan. And it's like, well, but you... You were relying also, on a piece of technology to not become outdated. Also, Spotify's almost not existed two, t- two or three times in the last 10 years. But also, so, think about me. Like, I'm old enough that I had cassettes. Then yeah. I had CDs. <laughs> yeah. Then I had MP3s uh, that, you, that you had to buy, right? And now we're on to streaming. All those technologies where fast. I made purchases. Look, this makes me feel good that now someone like Emily knows the pain that I've gone through. Now, technically, she doesn't because she never got one of these tattoos. Nope. Which is why I would like to ask you, Emily. If, if I you, should get one? Will you, will you get a broken Spotify tattoo uh, this year? What song does it have to It'll be It'll lead to this podcast. <laughs> 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 what song should it be? I want it to lead to... Bacon, bacon, you. <laughs> Listen, when it comes to tattoos, you got to go with something timeless, classic. I have pirate ships. There's the Pete and Pete Petunia woman. Emily has Olive Garden. Olive Garden's Olive an Garden institution. Yeah. It's not going to close. Nope. So that's our, our recommendation. It's, it's literally endless breadsticks. So <laughs> endless means forever. Yeah. Right? The great thing too about the Olive Garden tattoo she has is that it vibrates when her table is ready. Some luxury purchases that are totally worth the money and others that aren't. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. It's Clickbait Corner, and this clickbait got me because I love buying stuff. That's why I'm going to always be broke, because buying stuff's... uh passion of mine, Emily. I love shopping. It feels better. Oh, I know. you. Well, you like spending money. On dumb things. Yes. Yeah. On um, anything. But here's the deal. There are some things that are recommended that might be considered a luxury that you should buy and others that you absolutely should not. Let's start with the first one on this clickbait where I indeed clicked it. This clickbait at BuzzFeed hooked me. The top thing that you should buy and spend a lot of money on. Abso-freaking-lutely worth it. A quality mattress. Um, I agree. If you get a really nice, expensive mattress, you're going to sleep better. You're going to feel better. And they last you five, ten years. How long are you supposed to have a mattress? I don't know. I, I, I have mine for, I don't know, since I was 18. Yeah. So a while now. I don't need a new one. I'm okay. But I you're, think you're you, getting you, close. You sleep on it every day. Invest in it. You You're spend half of your life it. on it, spend yeah. money on it, and <laughs> that's something more than half. I really didn't learn or start doing that until I started dating my girlfriend now because before I would I would go for bed size. Like I would be like, Oh man, I got a king size bed, but no. someone gave me the mattress, like I got it for free and I was into pillow toppers, which I thought were nice, but just painful. No. Uh yeah. So there you go. First piece, spend the money on a mattress, but don't spend the money on a motorcycle. Or a boat, uh, the maintenance, the amount it costs to work on, plus how much you'll actually be using it, not worth it. People say uh, motorcycles are expensive to upkeep. They break down. They have problems a lot. Unless you really know what you're doing, it's not worth it. Along with the boat, uh, boats are very expensive. I know the gas cost. You have to clean it after every use. You have to do maintenance. And then a lot of people, it's so hot outside in the summer you don't want to be driving around on a boat. What's, it's not the party you think it is. What's the saying? It's like a boat owner's... Uh, Happiest days when they buy it and when they sell it. Yes, yeah, that's true. So boats true. are not worth it. Um, the next thing that is totally worth it is dental care. It says, do not cheap out when it comes to dental care. Being replacing teeth, getting fillings, getting this, this, or that. It's very worth it to make sure you take care of your teeth and you spend the money to take care of your teeth. I mean, that's, once again, something you use every day. And you see every day. Um, and what a few of the people are saying on this BuzzFeed clickbait are that they didn't spend the money up front and it cost them a lot more to repair in stuff the down the road. Plus, mm-hmm. it can make you sick. Like, you can get different infections in your that affect your brain. It's surgery. Why gut. would you want to get a half-off surgery? Because it's expensive, Emily. Mm. Uh, also, not, or not worth it, a GoPro. I'm going to say, man, I think we all have the same idea that GoPros are awesome and it's going to be fun. And then you realize no one wants to see this. You have a GoPro. I do. And how many times have you seen us use it in here? We tried once. We set it up to make sure it would work so we could use it and then never never used used it. it. No one wants to watch you skiing downhill except for maybe even you. 
Uh, also worth it, expensive tires. If you're going to have a nice car, nice vehicle, uh, go ahead and splurge on the tires because you're driving on them. They're expensive. They'll last longer. They'll take care of you better. Plus, they usually come with warranties and stuff like that. Uh, the next one that's not worth it, I totally get this, massage chairs. I had a coworker that bought an expensive massage chair yeah. and then bitched about it ever after because he never used them. Just spend the money and get a massage. It's like 60 to 120 to Do get a massage. Do massage chairs even work? I feel like I just have such a messed up back that it's not going to do anything. Yeah, it kind of feels good like pressing against you and then it's like it didn't do anything. It's just mechanical and it's very expensive. Uh, not worth and it. And it a- won't give me a happy ending. Yeah, yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> Gross. Uh, not worth it. A pool. I gotta say, uh, you want one, don't I you? I do. I but well, I had the above ground pool, but someone on this clickbait on BuzzFeed said uh, I spent more time cleaning my pool than I did in my pool this summer, and for me, that's true. I spent more time maintaining but and you cleaning like it. To do I that. do, you but like it's still maintaining it a lot. You like, still you're have weird to do like it. That. Uh, the last thing that's absolutely worth it. LASIK. That's right. LASIK with Man Eye Institute. Hey, it's CJ Morgan here from... uh, No, seriously, that actually is on the list. Oh, really? Man Eye Institute is a sponsor, but many people have said, uh, getting LASIK saved me money. Uh, I can actually see better than I could even with contacts and glasses. It was expensive, but it's one of the best decisions I ever made. And I got to say, not just because they're paying me to say, I agree with it. Uh, Last but not least, my dad actually told me this uh, back in the day. Totally worth it. A nice leather jacket. Really? Looks good. It's going to last a long time. Uh, and it, it's a classic. So there you go. Things that are worth it and not worth it. We'll have more coming up on the CJ Morgan Show. Three guys with beards and a young woman. No, this isn't your search history. It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt, and Spencer on 101X.